How's it going, everybody? Welcome to episode 21 of the Easy Peasy Podcast. Now, tonight I had the pleasure of hanging out with a couple of good friends, and we we recorded a portion of our conversation, and you know, if I'm being honest here, y'all, I'm pretty sure that we talked about all the things you're not supposed to talk about. If you catch my drift. And for that reason, these two guests are remaining anonymous. And I can't blame them. You know, so far, uh, I would say the majority of my guests have opted for anonymity. And that's okay. You know, I cannot blame them. This is the world that we're in even though it shouldn't be. We are in a world where people are afraid. Afraid to voice their opinions, even though we're supposed to have freedom of speech. People are afraid to lose their jobs, to lose their friends, if they say the wrong thing. So, you know, as always, (laughs) I am not being anonymous, but... I respect my guest's choice to do so. Now, I will just say for clarity that these two people are a couple. They are one of my favorite couples, if I'm being perfectly honest. They are pretty fucking cute together. I'm not going to lie. And they just bought themselves a really cute little house. You know, getting out of renting, starting to pay a mortgage. So, you know, they're they're growing up, I guess. A A little more than I am, at least. But I won't talk much here. You know, I'm going to go ahead and just let this conversation roll. It does kind of hop into the middle of a, a topic, and it wouldn't take you long to figure out, but I'll just tell you right now that topic is masks. Now, we don't stay on masks the whole time. And I hope this isn't just a recycled conversation. I don't think it is. I think we move quickly through these topics, but these are all things that are still worth discussing, even if some would rather silence the conversation. So with that, here you go. The industry I'm in is a little different, whereas like, I don't know, I'm not trying to like, it's not my business, it's not my name on the building, so I'm not trying to like... You know what I'm saying? Well, you have to respect the wishes of the owner. Yeah. Yeah. I or sometimes you have to w- respect the wishes of the customer. I mean, I, I'm like fine if like when I'm on the clock, it's not my like it's not my time. You know what I'm saying? It's not yeah. my job or it's not it's not my business or whatever. So like we'll go to jobs and I'm like, all right, they want you to wear a mask. I'm like, fine, I'll wear a mask. But like. When I'm, like, just doing my regular shit, I don't know, I guess I just maybe have a different opinion on it or feeling. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, I'll be like, ah, I'm just, I won't go. I mean, Blooming Foods, for example, it's, like, it's just, like, I don't know. I mean, people that are just very, like, uh, I, I guess just, uh, I'm not into it. I'm just not into it. And it's not that I don't care about people or not that I don't, like, you know, it's just a matter of, like, I honestly just don't believe it. 
I was thinking about it today. Because I'd, I'd literally written off masks entirely. I was like, never again. Like, never again am I going to have to. Mm. Hopefully, right? I know, we did the same. I had all these reusable ones that, like, Did you throw them away? <laughs> she, goes, she goes, I'm going to throw them away. Burn them! I, I go, I go, don't. I go, it's coming back. It's coming. I tell you. You know, you know, yeah. I knew it. <laughs> and I, I maybe should have known, too, but we are recording, FYI. <laughs> But, no, like, uh, I heard that Bloomington reinstated the mandate, and it kind of blew me away. And today I was just chuckling to myself in the car on the way down, saying, like, I feel like anybody that thinks that shit actually makes any difference has never, like, filtered scummy water. Mm. This was my connection that I made. I'm like, I dare you to go down to a nasty, stagnant pool of water, fill up a pitcher, pour it through one of these fucking cloth masks... And see how clean it comes through, right? <laughs> like, because I've spent money on fucking water filters, and I know, like, it's different, right? You're filtering water. It's a liquid, but, I mean, so is air. I don't know. I guess I just, like, I don't believe that they make any difference whatsoever either. It's not that I'm anti-COVID or anti-people. No, of course, of course. I, I just this, don't think they work, right? I saw this video of this doctor who's testing different, um, all the different masks. So he's got, you know, your your cloth masks, he's got the homemade masks, he's got the, um, the, the... N95? Yes. Um, and he's, like, smoking, like, a vape pen just to, like, prove that all of it's coming, coming in. out. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. you know, your cloth mask, or the bandana that people are wearing, like, it's all coming out from underneath. Like, the, the disposable ones, it's, like, all coming out from, like, all the sides of it. It's, like, it's not... Well, the argument was, you're not doing it for yourself, you're doing it for everybody else, right? That's what a lot of people were saying. Yeah, so we You're protecting the people you're around. So, but why, why did, are they making, if you're vaccinated, why, like, you're already protected, right? Did y'all get... Not enough. Neither of you? No. Um, no, I... No, not. Are you worried about your employers making you? No, uh, not particularly, and... Because you work for a small company, yeah, I mean... It's yeah. not come up at... It's never come I've up. actually not been in a position yet to where I've had to say yes or no that I've gotten it. Really? I've I had one client I've ask diverted. me... diverted. Yeah, <laughs> good. I've diverted every I don't time. Wanna, I don't want to be made a liar, you know, because I don't like lying to people. And mm-hmm. I had one client ask me early in the spring if I planned to get it. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm not going to lie, like... I, I lied. <laughs> and, I lied. Like, For some reason, that was an easy... Like, that question... He didn't ask me if I got it. He said, do you plan to get it? And I said, yeah. I was with, like... I was with, like, With that hesitation. Yeah, I mean, I think yeah. I, I... You probably... So he yeah. asked if you had it, and then you said... He didn't no, ask if I had gotten it. This was before, before people of our age probably could have gotten it. Yeah, Mar- like, springtime. This was like, okay, right okay. When it was coming out. And I was just like, yeah, I'll get it. Because, like, I'm trying to lock in this fucking $6,000 job like, you're like just, of course so like one <laughs> little white lie but, little but frankly lie. like this guy you know this guy's like he's like a acquaintance of my parents they're not even that good of friends but it's like he's got no business asking me that question frankly well of it's, course not it's, i don't think anybody has any business it's asking like, are anybody you gonna that. walk up to somebody and ask them if they've had an abortion yeah Reason. I mean, it totally. I mean, it's comparing apples and jo- apples to oranges, but they're still in the same ballpark. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. My response is personal medical choices. Exactly. Right? And yeah. I'm not. I've had my vaccinations when I was a child. I know they weren't 
my choice, but I'm not anti-vaccine. This just feels yeah, different. Yeah, I've had all of my vaccinations. I've had my, I've been vaccinated. Yeah. I've been vaccinated. Just not for this. Not for this. He's, he's like, I'm fully vaccinated. Yeah, I am fully. Oh, so that's the way you do your white lie. People ask, are you fully vaccinated? Like, yeah. Yeah, I'm fully. I've had my vaccination. I've gotten, since I was 18. I've gotten all the approved, FDA approved vaccines. I mean, I got my. What, did you all get your uh, what, uh, HPV? Yeah. I've not. No, you never did? Well, maybe that was probably maybe a different, a different era. Different era <laughs> yeah, us. yeah, yeah. Well, like I had no problem getting that. I mean, yeah. Not that I gave it a whole hell of a lot of thought, but at least it had been around a while and been approved and all that, right? For sure. This yeah. is just like some experimental bullshit. Not to mention, I don't think no, 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 that's the thing. I, I don't like to speak out of turn because I don't know anything about science, but or any of this, you, you know, medical stuff, but. You know, it's like, I guess the question is, it's like, do you believe in your government? Do you believe in, like, the shit that is, like, getting fed to you? Like, I don't, you know? It's just a matter of, like, I don't believe that what they're telling you is necessarily completely true. So why would I put myself in a position to just, like, be at the mercy of, like, I don't know, what other, you know, what they're telling you to do? Like, it's like... I feel like I, I've only talked to you a couple times this past year, but, like, every time we've kind of had, like, the theme of the conversation is just skepticism, and, like, neither of us claim to really know anything. Absolutely. But we're both equally skeptical of what we're being told. Um, you know, it's like going back to the mask thing, sort of. Like, and I don't even want to necessarily get too awful fucking political about any of this shit. Like Fauci, we're all supposed to trust Fauci, right? Mm. He's, he's the guy we're all supposed to trust. Like he admitted that he lied about. He says that he lied about masks oh, n- his emails? not working. His emails that were leaked. Not even the emails when he told everybody on, I know, on I television. I know what you're talking about. This is some early stuff, right? Early, early oh, on. Oh yeah, when everybody was going around knowing that COVID was happening, but we, none of us were wearing masks. He yet. he came on television said that nobody should feel the need to wear masks. You know, masks don't protect you from viruses. This and that. And later he said that he was telling a little white lie because he was worried that there would be shortages and that medical personnel couldn't mm-hmm. get enough of PPE. So he was just trying to, he was trying to manage people's behavior, right? He, he admitted, he bold, he outright admitted that he lied intentionally mm-hmm. for the sake of manipulating people's behavior. And then he, at the same time, is asking him to trust us yeah. about the vaccine and now all this other shit with the lab leak theory and like <laughs> yeah, again I'm not even absolutely. trying to I'm not trying to make it that conversation necessarily right. like that's been covered by a million people a million times none of us know for sure if it came from there it sounds like maybe it probably fucking probably, did. probably maybe fucking did and weren't we fucking funding the place and that's the thing Fauci's the guy that has the most to lose if that were the case because he was directly responsible for them so it's like why, just like you're saying, why trust anything these people are telling us? So I got a little annoyed coming down to Bloomington. I used to love this town, you know. Oh yeah. And I just got a little annoyed because I'm like, it's hard. I'm like, I I it's like hard. the culture, but it seems like people are so deep in it. Deep in it, so they're willing to conform to what they're told. Yeah. You know, it's very liberal town, 
and that's fine, but like at the same time, I thought it was kind of a punk rock town too, where people kind of. They're not free thinkers. They're not free thinkers the way they want you to think they're free yes. thinkers. You know, yes. there's a bunch of people dressed with crazy get ups and crazy yes. hair colors, but they're doing exactly what they're told by the authorities. Yes. And since when is it cool to listen to the authorities, right? Right. That's not the punk rock thing to <laughs> That's do. That's not very punk rock, man. Yeah. Like, I heard somebody say at this conference I went to, did I tell you about Rogue Food? Yes. Fucking awesome conference. There's another one happening this weekend. I'm kicking myself I didn't buy another ticket. But somebody said that Liberty is the new punk. Oh, wow. Because, like, they're the, the, ul- wow. the only yeah. people yeah. not listening to the authorities are the ones that believe in ultimate right. freedom and, mm-hmm. you know, personal choice. And, and we were talking about, like, personal medical choices. Um, God, I'm kind of blanking now, but I had a really good one. <laughs> Whatever. I'll probably edit this part out. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've just I've just had enough of like it all just came about with you know through all this turmoil and all these like all these different things going on and I'm just I don't know I, I guess I just I just don't buy it I don't buy it I don't think it's like what they say it is and you're not like I mean, QAnon on rabbit hole conspiracy people no. I know you well enough to know that you're just like no. pretty chill and the funny no. thing oh, about it is up. we're just really like actually disconnected it's like it's we true. don't live our life I'm in, a, I'm in a small bubble oh, and that's so good like almost <laughs> it's right. ironic to like give that message out in a podcast but like yeah I'm trying more and more to limit my personal social media course it's hard it's it's hard and um but like i don't watch the news at all anymore i mean and and that's no 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 good news yeah it's what's the point it all it does is like it's meant to you know scare you freak you out yeah and make you hate your fellow man they're all like owned by people with agendas that aren't really trying to put out the news they're they're you know twisting it to scare us problem is it's working fear-mongering fear-mongering yeah but it works like i look around in bloomington i see people in their in their cars by themselves still wearing masks masks. and that we were making fun of that a year ago windows rolled up windows up and i just don't get it i got i got such an evil eye from this lady at jimmy john's because i walked in there without my mask on they told me to put my mask on i rolled my eyes i put it on and yeah, I didn't put up any stink or nothing, but the whole rest of the time I'm in there in line, I can just feel this cold stare from this, like, elderly woman. She, I mean, she's older, so whatever. Maybe she's, like, more vulnerable, right? But I'm 12 feet away from her and whatever. I don't even like talking about this shit anymore. That's the thing. It's been, it's, it's been fucking so long now, here's right? Here's the thing. It's like, this is something we're talking about that's... Y- your risk... The risk involved is just so, so small. And they are talking about this, like, you'd think there'd be people dropping dead in the streets, you know? And, like, the risk that is involved in this, as opposed to what has been created by this whole, like, the shutdown, everything else, and, oh, we're going to shut down these businesses, but not these businesses, and all these people are struggling for, and now you got the unemployment thing, and then you got, like, 
obviously there's got like the labor the, shortage. The, we were talking about that already. There's the mental health, the domestic abuse, the drug overdoses, et cetera, et cetera. Psychological so, damage to children. All of yeah. this type, yeah. Especially um, even just like newborns. Uh, newborns. I was telling him this: babies that use facial features to learn their very first like. They're looking at their parents and they're recognizing facial features and like facial expressions and that's how they're learning because they don't yet know how to talk. We're so all faceless. How are you how are you learning these things when half your face is covered? Your parents. Well, and I, I've heard, I mean, that is an, ex it's an excellent point. I've heard something extremely horrific recently about kids being, newborn babies being taken away from their mothers for the sake of getting a COVID test. Immediately yes. after being born, oh. and like, yeah, why? Like, uh, yeah. why? And like, I think our 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 healthcare system when it comes to uh, birth care is so twisted to begin with. Mm -hmm. I I'd imagine you know a thing or two about this. I used to date a gal that ended up becoming a doula. Oh, nice. Or do you say a uh, a doula? How do you say that? Isn't it a doula? Doula. It's, it's just, a it's it just doula. Yeah. It starts with D. Okay, yeah. I know. It's a, a doula. Yeah. Okay, thank you. I've never known for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, like, just the concept of giving birth with your heels in a stirrup and, like, yeah, I mean, a guy's face between your legs that's, like, a stranger. Right. I mean, if you think back before drugs modern medicine, it's, yeah. like, you're naturally, you're standing up. You're, like, squatting. I saw Hillary Duff's birthing pictures. Oh, which is pretty yeah, yeah she, like maybe a month or so ago yeah 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 she did a home birth squatted position yeah that's yeah. like how your body is supposed oh. to be naturally like you're lying down and trying to like push this baby out horizontally when it's like yeah just squat it'll just fall right it's out like, uh, <laughs> gotta talk about gravity and the uh yeah it's <laughs> the like, air and well, yeah. all, that all over again yeah like gravity you got to use that shit you're not trying to fire that thing like a missile you're trying to just deliver it onto you know yes, the earth exactly. yeah yeah but I, d I just remembered my thought earlier about personal choice and sort of your body and health and whatever i mean i think all this stuff is super connected my podcast is always a series of seemingly tangential isn't that what a podcast is yeah because we're free to talk as we wish. All just a bunch of tangents run Just together. tangents with, on a central theme. But <laughs> I was thinking about circumcision. Mm. And this concept of babies being taken from their mothers to get a COVID test against the mother's wishes, against, you know, and I've heard about uh, women in delivery rooms being given drugs that they were not given conformed uh, informed consent. Yeah, they were not allowed informed consent. They were told. I heard of one gal that was about to give birth, and they said, "We're going to give you vitamin P, or something like that." And it's like that's their slang for some like hardcore drug that stimulates um, contractions. Oh, wow! And like because like her birth was not on their schedule, they like induced contractions. They're like without we you up. without informing her that that's what it was for. She thought she was getting some fucking vitamin. And they induced labor. So, like, informed consent, like, consent of all kinds is out the window. And I think about, I have a big problem with circumcision, personally. I think we need to stop that shit. I think we need to stop that right? shit. Right? Like, everybody's like, oh, you know, it's for hygiene and, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm pretty sure our biology is smarter than we are, you know, our genetics. Like, every part of the body, even the appendix, like, I know it's supposedly vestigial or what. 
that's besides the point. Our bodies are what they are. We think we're smarter than our bodies. Just like with, I think it's the same with this experimental COVID vaccine. People put more faith in that than they do their own fucking immune system. You know? Putting faith in what they tell you. Put, put what they in, tell you. What they tell your, you. Putting faith in your government, which is, I mean, why, why not? Of course. Why, 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 are, why would they lie to you? Why are 78 or 80%, I think it's something like that, of newborn boys circumcised in this country, but in Europe, it's more like 10%. Wow. That's amazing. Because it's what we're told to do. It's mm-hmm. the societal norm. There is no real medical data oh, backing yeah. that. There is no real argument for it, but it causes all kinds of, you know, you got to imagine trauma for this newborn baby. Not to mention, I'm just going to be real as fuck. I don't know if whatever, your business is your business, but I work outside, I'm circumcised, and you don't want your fucking sweaty dick getting chafed, you know? Like, I wish I had my foreskin, basically. (laughs) I'm just, like, being real about it, but, like, medical... Medical I'm freedom, rolling like right? the Greeks, man. Yeah, you're um, old school, huh? Yeah, I good, got good for I'm, you, bro. I'm all intact, and I'm not. I'm not getting. I'm not getting the new vaccine. You know what they call? <laughs> you know what they call anti-circumcision activists? No, intactivists. That's hilarious. <laughs> Bullshit. I'm. So, I'm so fucking out. serious, bro. Intactivists. There's a whole group. There's a whole that group. They walk around in white dude. clothes with red. Like blood stains on the crotch. Oh God, dude! You know Which that's pretty the other gross. Thing. Pretty, I was like, yeah. the whole activism thing. I mean, Dad's I get very it. old school. He's like, I get it in some some degree, but, <laughs> but it's just like so, I feel like it's just some of it's over the top. Like some of that shit. Like you know, what are you really yeah. accomplishing, kind of thing? Yeah. Well, a little bit, and it's just like. Well, you know, I mean, one I, of them got on Tosh Point oh and brought a lot of. Attention to the subject. Well, of course, Tosh enough. is making fun I guess of that's it, what it, but kind of, sort of, not making fun of it too. You well, know? they say what any good, any news is good news, or what do they say? It's uh, any uh, any publicity is yeah, good yeah. I think yeah. I'm sorry, but no, I think it's just the point that like, for some reason, apparently these days we don't have a lot of say over what gets done to us from a medical point of view. I, I'm terrified about this, like restriction of travel for the unvaccinated absolutely shit. no i i'm it, it has been such a scary world and i'm like first of all not to mention it, it's disrupted families friends you know it's disrupting all these like relationships for people uh it, like you mentioned work relationships i mean i couldn't imagine being in a position to where i like i might get fired or like you know it's bad enough like yeah you're gonna get scoffed at if you go into a place without a mask and it's like you know what i mean these are personal freedoms that are like you're talking about something that you're talking about one percent, one percent of like you people know that c- c- contract this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like people are dying like of the flu, and it's still so funny too because it'd be like, oh, it's science, and as you light up a smoke, I'm like, you know, people talk about that too. Like, oh, it's science, it's science. It's like, well, yeah, and then th- those same people would be smoking. It's like. Well, that's science too. Like, there's probably a greater chance you'll die from that sure. than you will from what they're like causing such a big deal about. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, it's yeah. like, and we have the choice to smoke if we so choose. Why shouldn't we have the freedom to not? Yeah. Take a needle? But then again, I guess that could go back to previous arguments of why can't I smoke in restaurants? Why can't I smoke here? Well, you I know? think restaurants should be allowed to if they you know. 
The, mm. the cultural. I think it should be up to that. Up to the private up to the business establishment. Yeah. Absolutely. There are a couple of bars that are grandfathered in that still allow smoking, and I genuinely enjoy going there occasionally. That's and, funny. You know, because yeah. you're just, you know, it's like almost like stepping back in time a little bit, and it's not not everybody wants to be in that bar. Well, guess what? There's, you know, go to any other bar. Of course. You know? Yeah. Of course. And I think over time, like they they wouldn't have had to legislate that. Like, I don't think they needed to make that illegal. I think over time, like more and more places would just not allow smoking. Like, I'm a believer in self-correcting, self-regulating, you know, like systems basically. And it's like this. It's like the push to make these vaccines mandatory or or pseudo mandatory because you know we can't make you do it, but we're gonna make it to where you can't do X, Y, Z. Or you're going to be shunned by everybody else, yeah, yeah, yeah. or, you know, et cetera, et cetera. It's like, yeah. It's like, um, I think if the vaccine was was as good as they claimed, they wouldn't have to make it mandatory. Right? And if the, if the virus was as bad as they say, everyone would want the fucking vaccine. Like, I think it's a combination of the two things, right? Over, over-hyping the illness... As well as like over pushing the medicine, yeah, and you know to to find out that potentially this virus was, you know, it's the classic thing about the people that invent the illness sell you the cure. Like, is that (laughs) is that really what could be happening? Like, I know that's that's a stretch, that's a leap, that but like it kind of almost fucking can feel like that, you know? It's just so. I'd say what anything that the government's giving you for free. I'm skeptical of, and that includes money. Even though, yeah. even though you take it, yeah. you're like, you know, that's coming back somehow. It's gonna, well, it's coming back somehow. It's gonna bite our grandkids or something. Well, yeah. I mean, if not sooner, because, mm-hmm. you know, and that's kids. That's another subject I couldn't imagine. Even I definitely would never. I, I would never even think of having kids. I couldn't imagine raising kids or bringing kids into this world and into this like kind of situation. Like, see, I have kind of a differing opinion there. You you want the the re- like the Renaissance like, like you're like trying to balance out the. Uh, well, if we don't do end. it, who, you know, what are we gonna leave the world to the fucking assholes and the morons? Like, <laughs> you know, oh, I, I don't you know what I just watched today. <laughs> have you guys seen Team America: World Police? Uh, it's been a long time, but yeah, I have seen it. Well, it's a hilarious movie made by the people made that made uh, South Park, right? They're like marionette, like they're marionette uh, puppets. Like uh, yeah. the whole movie's made with puppets, right? <laughs> and um, animation, yeah. And the the premise is that it's this like Team America World Police that polices the world, right? Like even when nobody wants them to. <laughs> and there's this scene where this guy says, you know, there are three kinds of people. This is so politically incorrect. <laughs> excuse me. Excuse me in advance. There are three kinds of people in this world. He says, there are dicks, there are pussies, and there are assholes. And he says, uh, you know, pussies don't like dicks because sometimes dicks fuck pussies. And assholes, they just want to shit all over everything. So sometimes a dick needs to fuck an asshole to keep the world from getting covered in shit. I mean, I'm summarizing here. It's so ridiculous. But literally, on my, I just watched this movie this morning, and you know, I'm like, I'm on my drive down here thinking about how, oh God, like I literally grabbed the mask before I left the shop because I knew Bloomington has a mask mandate now. And I was laughing to myself about how just like it seems like Bloomington is full of 
like no offense to pussies i love pussy i love <laughs> pussy but like if we're using it as the you know, whatever yeah. yeah full of wussies we'll say mm-hmm. a lot of scared folks and then, so I almost, like, it's so funny. It's such a silly movie, but I almost see this as, like, a valid point, the dick, pussy, and asshole thing. Because it's like, the dicks have been the guys that are like, wait, this shit doesn't smell right. Like, maybe we should question what we're being told. And everybody's like, shut up, dick. Like, do what you're told. Join the pussies. The ones that we should all be worried about are the fucking assholes at the top that want to shit on us, you know? Like, no kidding. <laughs> Does that ring true? Yeah. <laughs> totally. Yeah, I hope the lady listeners aren't upset with me, but... <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I just... I I, uh, I wanted to talk to y'all, because I know you're just two reasonable people. And, yeah. like... I'm so annoyed. I'm so over it, you know? Oh, us too. Yeah. I'm definitely over it. Yeah. And I think it's not gonna... It's not gonna end with just... It's gonna be, you know... It's like... COVID forever. You think you know, so? You really this, do? This is the sequel, yeah. You're gonna get I mean, a shot every year. You're yeah. Gonna, and then you're gonna get, it's just gonna get weirder and weirder. And I don't know this for a fact. I'm just like spewing out regurgitated information. But, you know, as far as like, it's an experimental vaccine. And I've heard it doesn't really like react like it, like uh, conventional vaccines do. Which is like a little concerning because it's like, well, then, I don't know. Well, I've tried to remain objective, because, like, I've thought about getting it. I've had a lot of people try to pressure me into getting it, and, like, I gave okay. it a thought, you know, a serious thought. Everything I kept coming back to is, like, we don't know how long it's going to be effective for. We don't know if... Apparently, if, hardly at all. Right, apparently. And, like, uh, we don't know if there's serious long-term risks or not, and, like, this and that. But also, just, like, I'm a young, healthy guy, so why do I need to worry? Um, well, then, and I've been out in the world for the last year, like by my own choice, at my own risk. Some people are saying, "Oh, you're putting everybody else at risk by going out in the world." Go fuck yourself. You know that's just that's just horseshit, right? Yeah. But uh, like, there's never been a time where people have claimed that just by living your life and going about your daily right. existence, you're somehow committing a wrong to the people that you just happen to come across. And you're right, it just feels like it's going on and on and on forever. Put yeah, yourself and up. now there's this talk of getting boosters. Boosters, oh, yeah. yeah. Who knows? It's like, I've never gotten a flu shot. Never gotten so, a flu shot. What is, what's this, like, why is this different? You know, I've gone down, I've, I've listened to more and more voices, and, and more and more people, the, the racetrack, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, you guys are pretty close to it, I can tell. We're not that close to it. Yeah. I mean, we're close, but like... A couple miles. <laughs> like we're nowhere near it. crazy that you can hear <laughs> <it>. <laughs> But, uh... <laughs> you know, going back, actually, to the issue of kids, right? My hope is that there will be what some people are starting to call, like, the remnant, which is kind of a biblical, like, kind of phrase for, like, the people that are left behind, mm-hmm. people that are uh, sort of the survivors or whatever. And not to say that everybody else is going to die, but I'm just saying, like... The remnant might be these small groups of people that are not wanting to go along with this shot every six months, you know, doing what you're told, you know, getting your health care from the big machine, kind of, I think these communities are going to start forming, and my hope is it'll be very much more like what people used to live like, and, you know, actual small, tight-knit communities, and that 
the issue of having kids will become like, well, like, we want our little community to go on. It's not about like, oh, they have to deal with this whole fucking world. Like you guys say, you tune out of the news and off the social media and stuff. Let's do that and like build our own little societies. And I don't know, do you really think we were? Uh, do you think we're meant to persevere through? Do you think we're meant to carry on as a as a race of people? I think that's know? every living thing's. Well, of course, that's that's yeah. our like innate biological. In us, but I mean, do you really yeah. think that's like what's gonna happen? We were, I don't know if I heard this, or we heard it together, or um, I don't even know where it came from, but I heard something that Mother Earth, like, Earth will reset itself. Yeah. You know, it's so funny. Bigger than we are. Climate change was such a big deal. How much have you heard about climate change in the last year? I haven't heard much well, lately. Well, some, but I, find, some, but I like, find what I'm hearing to be increasingly frightening because what I'm hearing is in the food world and they're talking about like California just passed a law you know, it sounds nice on the surface but the implications people don't understand so they passed a law saying that in order to sell pork in California it has to meet these standards of you know each pig needs X amount of square feet of space they're trying to improve mm. you know the standards so people are getting better quality of meat right but all it is is drastically changing the regulations for industrial meat production. It's not actually fixing the issue. Yeah. It's what they call greenwashing. Yeah. It's we're saving the planet, but what they're actually doing is sort of putting an ever tighter grip on, on our food system. Yeah. In terms of how they control where the food comes from. And the thing is you can still produce pork in California the old way. You just can't sell it in California. Yeah. You can sell it everywhere else. So what this is going to do is it's going to make California's bacon price go through the fucking roof while the rest of us maybe have cheaper bacon, you mm-hmm. know, like, yeah. and it's like, it's not going to achieve anything except more rules, more regulations. And this rogue food conference, that, that was the whole thing was like, the government has literally no business in food, period. I would almost make the same argument for medicine, you know? It seems like if if they kept their hands out of it, we, we, we might be able to find the sources of information that are trustworthy instead of it all being funneled through the, you know, the approved sources, right? This, this is just wild to me. I mean, I did just listen to um, a Joe Rogan podcast, yeah. the latest one about um, a young girl who escaped from North Korea. And it's just, like, the parallels. I mean, to some degree. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, I personally, maybe I didn't pay attention, but I didn't know much about North Korea. Like, oh, it's fucked up. It is so fucked up. Yeah. And it sounds all nice and good because it's a socialist country, but you don't own anything. You don't? There's no private property. You have to go out and find your own food because they aren't allowing you any food. Like There is no food. Yeah. There's no electricity. It's like these people are eating grasshoppers. And it's just like how can people of power just like have this kind of control? Like how can they be controlling our food systems? How can they be controlling our medicine? Well, and it's well, I think it's arrogance. I think it's they think they can do it better. Like, I don't think they have any faith in the average person. That's the whole thing. They think we are all morons. Stupid. That need to be led. And 
so like food regulation all started as far as I know at the beginning of industrialization when large cities started popping up and people started getting sick from right. tainted meat so it kind of made sense then but like you're saying like North Korea socialized agriculture and they've had rolling famines for decades you know the Soviet Union it was the same story they socialized the agriculture and they they ruined it you know and it, I don't know, I guess it's just like, I don't know why anybody has faith in the government at all anymore. I really exactly. don't. I really don't know why. Any government. That would be I, my first question. Like, I would classify you both as, like, progressive thinking, like, socially conscious, yeah. like, you're not rednecks, you're not Trumpers, but, like, fuck the government, right? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I almost have hope that this whole thing might have that silver lining of, like, and yeah, the 70% of people are always going to do what they're told, but maybe those 30% that, yeah, there was maybe the 5% that will never, ever do what they're told. Yeah. And then there's this 25% of people that can be kind of persuaded. And I'm just hoping more and more people are like, fuck this shit, you know? Well, start raising their own damn piggies, you There know? needs to be more people talking about it. So, I mean, it's like, it's such a weird time where it's like, you don't want to speak up about it because you're going to be outcast. Was but one one reason why we kind of reach out to you, or reach out to you. I mean, not other than the fact that yeah, I hadn't seen you in a while. It's not the only reason, but it was just like a matter of like, like yeah, it's like I can even like you can't talk really to talk. about shit anymore. Yeah. Everyone's just like so weird. so weird. Like you know, mm-hmm. it's funny how that's such a topic of that's like almost taboo if you're not like on the same side. You know what I mean? If you're not on the, you know. Like, people just, like, come on and tell you, like, you know, talking about medical shit, like, oh, I'm oh, fully vaccinated, I'm fully vaccinated. Like, I didn't ask you, bro. Yeah, exactly. I get that, yeah, yeah. I get that where I work, because, yeah. you know, I'm in a room with one other person who's paying me for my service, and they're like, oh, if it makes you feel any better, I'm fully vaccinated. I'm like, like but I'm surprised people haven't really asked you. You said you haven't really been asked. Or I haven't really been asked and I have a good friend who told me a good response and she said you know I'm just gonna start saying if somebody asks me if I'm vaccinated I'm just gonna start saying well aren't we all respond with a question you're not saying one thing or the other aren't we Isn't all everyone yeah no that's, one... that's clever I like that yeah it's sort you... of it's it's de-escalating it's not lying People, if they're intelligent enough, could maybe read between the lines and hear what you're actually saying. But, but at the same time, most, most time, people be like, "Yeah, we are. Oh, all. Yeah, right. Good. Yeah. No, it is. It's funny. It's funny. Like I, I've made friends with this older lady. Uh, she's not terribly old, maybe 55, 60. Um, goes to the bar I go to up in Indy. And she's a hairdresser, and she's been telling me all about. Like she's actually been texting me about it because. She knows I, I'm not vaccinated. I, I don't intend to get vaccinated. Um, and she's, I think she's felt very alone in her skepticism before oh, yeah. maybe meeting me. Because I think most of her friends, like, got got it, you know. Absolutely. And uh, she never wanted to get it. She just never felt good about it. And uh, and she's healthy and da-da-da-da-da. Well, she had a client that asked her, you know, straight up, like, are you, are you vaccinated? And she said, well, no. She was honest and... And it became a huge, drawn-out drama between the two of them, where this lady basically was texting her, like, very mean-spirited stuff about, like, 
are you going to do your part to save lives and like you're being so incredibly selfish and this is a client relationship this is not a friend i mean this is not family family. this is and it's like whatever happened to mind your own fucking business Mm -hmm. and you have it so what are you worried about you're protected right like and I feel like I'm regurgitating shit I keep hearing other people say, but if it it makes sense, it makes sense. I think that's the whole problem is that everyone's regurgitating in the the sense of, you know, they want to lash out at everyone else because, like, they want to be this, have this, like, self-righteousness about themselves that they're doing, they're doing their part and they're doing everything that they can Mm -hmm. and they're gonna, you know, shop on Amazon and fucking whatever else and tweet and text from their Apple phone and talk about human rights and blah 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 and it's just like you know it's just like come on like you're you're doing your part like because you're just like doing what they tell you to do and it's like you're still a part of all these other atrocities that are like you know plaguing people the human race or at least our society in more so than this I, I don't believe it's made up but I believe it's blown up more What's, than what it really is there's a lot of armchair quarterbacks is kind of what I'm hearing you say a lot of people that feel good about what they've done this past year because they did what they were told and they told other people to do what they were people told. love telling pe- other people what to do I think this sure. year has been all about power dynamics both mm. between government and the citizens and between the citizens you know with each other, with each other. and Putting somebody in the position to tell every customer that comes through the door, you need a mask. Like, I mean, y'all remember the Stanford prison experiments? It makes them feel powerful. You put power like in someone's got, hand yeah. and it makes them into a monster. Yeah. They're Nine like, out of ten times. You know? yeah, I'm doing something good. I'm telling people they need to be wearing a mask. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, excuse me, excuse me, sir. As soon as you walk in the door, I, yeah. I mean, I do it. I do it. Just to see. At this point, I used to just like go in with the mask, and at this point, I'm like, make them ask you to do it, right? Make them ask and you give to me do the it. Fucking mask. I'll make you. <laughs> That's become my policy. Me. Make them ask, and you know, I'll put it on. I'm not right. gonna fight them, but I know. But I'm I not gonna. I'm not gonna do it by default because. I'm not gonna be an asshole, but. Be a dick instead. <laughs> Being a dick ain't so bad, you know. That's the point. As long as you're not an asshole. I'm not trying to shit all over him, but no, you know. I I just I, it's funny because like you and I, you know, I've alluded to you in previous episodes because like you were the guy that That's I hilarious. that I came up with the idea for the three beers deep podcast, which is be- being rolled in with the Easy Peasy podcast. So I'm calling it a series, right? And it's these sort of informal interviews with alcohol involved, usually. And, uh, but it's just funny because, like, we were having these kind of conversations two, three years ago when we were roommates, and it was way before COVID. well before any of this. But we were both kind of, like, smelling which way the wind was blowing, I think. We were both, like, concerned about, like, it just seems like there's a lot of really, like, a lot of people that, I don't know how to, what what would we even talk about? I was trying to remember what kind of shit we were talking about. (laughs) Back at the house. I mean, I think a lot of it was like, what's up with people, man? Like, people are crazy. What's up with people? people are crazy. Like, what the fuck, you know? <laughs> yeah, I think it's kind of along this, the same lines. It's just now there's just this new topic and new situation in which it really brings out 
you know, it really accentuates all these, like, uh, you know, characteristics of people's personalities and just, like, yeah, people are latching on to these uh, certain things and, you know, there's the, the tribal mentality, there's, you know, the whole the Stanford prison experiment, there's the, you know, the, you bring that up, it's like there's another, the Ash experiment is where they, like, have all these different these different lines drawn on a board and they're obviously the diff- different lengths and, and then this. people will yeah. sit there and like everybody's in on it and like except for the last person and they'll be like yeah they're all the same length but they're obviously not so what there's and the like last person four, agrees there's like three or four bars maybe three of them are the same size and one is like dramatically different or absolutely something. and you got five people that bold-faced lie and say all four lines are identical yes yes thank you for explaining it yeah, a little well, bit you know, more just, clearer <laughs> no i've heard about this and it's fascinating because you get to the sixth person who is the experiment yes and they're, they're like and they're like they, they go along yeah. exactly they go along and they with the go crowd. along with it so it's like who's to say like I mean, obviously, there's all sorts of, like, factors like that that are, you know, incorporated into this. Well, like, it almost makes you think, like, maybe we shouldn't judge people too harshly because, like, this is, like, the, absolutely. Way, this I've is been, the way we're wired. Absolutely. But it's so obvious that that's being used against us, mm-hmm. right? Yes, like you were saying, it's like, we got to worry about the assholes shitting mm-hmm. all over us because, like, I'm, I'm just as guilty in certain situations of, like, you know, yeah, you just, you kind of go along with it, or, like, you maybe you're not really, I don't know, it takes a very bold person to be that sixth person, and to be like, bullshit. Bullshit, it's called bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When everyone's sitting there saying it's the same shit, and you're like, am I fucking crazy? Because you start questioning your own, and that's kind of what's going on now. You want to know how many times I've asked myself that? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Am I crazy? That's what's going on now. It's like, am I crazy, or what the fuck's going on? Yeah, and it's like, you were saying earlier about the woman you've become friends with. It's like, we have said a few times, like, we feel really grateful that we are two people who are, like, on the same page. Because, like, it's not always that, that's not always the case. Like, you hear of, like being on different sides of political parties or just even not even political parties but like just two sides of one issue yeah and we've been pretty much on the same page and i think that has like felt like we are less alone and that's why it's been easier for us to be in our bubble is because we can come home from work and just be like this shit's fucking stupid (laughs) and then we'll both be like yeah it's fucking stupid it's fucking stupid you want to like hang out yeah and then it's like you know and it's really sad because yeah you're like your friend who's like feeling alone because everybody she knows has gotten the vaccine and is telling her that she's crazy for not doing her part it's like it's really fucking sad and it's just making people who feel this way not want to come out and say anything about it it's making it harder and harder because it's just like you're such an outcast there's been a lot of gaslighting yeah and i think that word's only just like become like a it is common very, word yeah popular it's, it's just in the nick of time like i think the dixie chicks made didn't they have a song called like gaslighter all about like a, a man that was like a manipulative and abusive lover or something yeah like that actually that came out like maybe two years ago and i remember hearing that song and being like what, what's gaslighting mean and i looked it up and i'm like holy shit like this has been done to me over and over this is relatable yeah like people make you feel crazy and yeah. sometimes it's the people that 
love you the most. Yeah. Which is fucked up. Yeah. Like, because, you know, I, I've come I've come to the realization, I think it just feels good for people when other people think the same that they do, right? Right. Kind of like you're saying, That's, it feels yeah, good. of course. Because you two think the same, right? Right. I'm on your side because y'all are skeptics and you're like, fuck this bullshit. But that's why so many people just go along. Cause but it's so hard because then at the same time you're like, I don't want to surround myself with people who think the same way that I do. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you, this is such a strong issue. There's like, it's hard to get over that. It's hard to have like an actual it's hard like, to conversation have about it without it being like, getting awkward or weird. Really, yeah, you know, or heated. Yeah, yeah. No, it is true. I Like, I think you were getting to that earlier, like, Inviting me to come hang out, like you just know, I'm not gonna be a shithead. Like, we, we, I, I was joking. I'm not gonna be her. judgy. I'm not gonna, you know, yeah. I was like, so really, what happened was he was talking to another friend the other night, who made it a point to say that they were vaccinated a few times. They've said it. It's they've been repeating it, yeah, and yeah. not like so in your face about it, but it's come up more than once, and kind of like we get it, yeah, yeah, and. He got off the phone and was, like, excited that he just talked to them and, like, sent them this video that he sent you. Which one was that? Remind me. The feminist boy one. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> have to oh, revisit that's so that. Funny. That's so funny. No, I loved it. I loved it. Yeah. I forgot, but yeah. yeah. And, um, he was like, I just sent him this video. It's so funny. And I was like, oh, look at this video Cass just showed me. And I was just like... Why did you throw me into this? I don't know. I was like, and I was like, I didn't think about that. Probably because I've been so in this bubble of like just us that I'm like, oh yeah. So did he not think it was funny? No response. Well, he didn't respond, and I. So I that must that have meant he not, didn't think it was funny. I assumed he was. <laughs> well, did I respond? Because yeah. You okay, okay, okay. Because I did think it was funny, but I don't always respond. I thought it was. I thought and it was so hilarious. Ryan was, was like, like, Mike will think this is funny. <laughs> which is which is like. That was something to where I'm like, obviously, I don't... It's kind of silly. Oh, it had nothing to do with anything, except it's kind of like poking fun at feminism, which, like, that shouldn't be against the law, you know? Right. Well... Nobody's above being poked fun at, But everybody's just, like, everybody's so sensitive. Super sensitive. I feel like it's... With everything. Yeah. Yeah. It it is. It's very oversensitive culture, and I just felt like, you know, this is something, like... This, this whole, like, I don't know, that video, for example, is just so funny to me because I'm like, wow, this is, like, putting this thing out there that's, like, obviously I'm not, I don't think it's healthy to have this, like, super, like, machismo, like, you know, right. like, idea of, like, uh... Masculinity. Yes, yeah. of course. Thank right. you. But it's to- to- quote unquote toxic. Quote unquote. But it's like, dude, it's that's gotten cute. out of it's hand. It's like we've gone from that to this completely like it's just gone so far in the other direction that there's it's not like, enough dicks. There's too many pussies. But this is not, not something that children dick. need to be thinking about. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Children. They don't even. Even more important point, yes. What if these these kids should be out fucking playing in the the mud and shit? Yeah, in the mud, the dirt, whatever. They shouldn't be thinking. I had a friend send me. They shouldn't be thinking about dicks and pussies and assholes. Or like, am I maybe? Do I feel like? Or questioning that? Do you think? 
do you want to wear a dress today or do you feel more like a girl? It's like, you shouldn't even be putting a child in this position. They got too many goddamn questions about the world as it is. They don't need to be thinking. They don't even know what gender is. They don't know what, like, that shit is. They shouldn't be deciding at that age whether they're a boy or a girl. I'm all for people's choices, but it's like, I tell you what, I've made some stupid choices in my life. In my younger years, and even in my, like, adult years. Oh, sure. And so it's like, you know, it's like, you, you gotta let people, like, work shit out. Yeah. You can't be, like, forcing these things on them, just like you can't be forcing these, like, ideas of, like, you need to be... Like, the medical shit, the vaccine, and all that shit. It's like, you're forcing that shit on people, and you're forcing these ideas in people's heads, and you're creating this tension between them and their families and their friends and society and it's just like this is ridiculous a good friend of mine sent me this um etsy shop where this person crochets like baby penises okay because because maybe your little toddler girl feels like she's a boy so you can stick this. So you can stick. Oh, I see. So it's a anatomical like appendage. So you, yes. Like yes. So you can a prosthetic. She, she can penis. stick this in her underwear. Crocheted. Crocheted. Crocheted prosthetic penis for a how old? Like a baby. It's like a baby penis. It's like not even the size Probably of my pinky. Probably couldn't even spell the word. Isn't that insane? Is that Seems kind of weird. Seems kind of like we're imposing our own like fucked up shit on on a on a baby, which is pretty much a blank slate. And like, yeah. let's not impose anything, right? Exactly. You know, I'm all about like, let's not let's not force kids into their typical gender of roles. Course. Like, like let them decide for themselves. But like, but don't be like don't encouraging f- it. Don't be like putting it on them when they don't even know the difference. Like, they don't yet. Like, let them just be how they want to be. Don't force like either side on them. Yeah. Yeah. Just let them feel how they want to feel and do what they want to do. They have other things to worry about, like learning the fucking alphabet yeah. or yeah. learning how to write. And they when they're be- six or seven, they start like maybe presenting as like potentially transgender. Like that's a bridge to cross when they're five, six, seven, eight years right. old like, as, as it comes up. You know, that, that age. Well, Jesus no, I'm, I'm not saying I'm not saying you like. Get them on drugs or nothing. I'm just saying. Let's like, get them talking first. Okay? You don't. You don't. Let's start just get th- them talking. You don't start thinking about that shit when they're a baby. That's for damn sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The, the the personality starts to come out at that age. Like, that's what I'm getting at. You could right, start yeah. to maybe get a read on a kid at for that point. For sure. But they're even like, then, I like to bake cookies. And frankly, like, Which, who, what man doesn't like to bake cookies? God damn it! I've never <laughs> seen you bake a cookie ever. I've baked some cookies. I, like I don't think I ever saw it in the two years we lived I like together. <laughs> this bitch doesn't I like bake eating, cookies. I like, I like eating cookies. <laughs> but I've baked cookies before, and all I'm saying is, that's where it sucks, because it's like, yeah, of course, there's this, like, these blurred lines of, like, yeah, why is it not okay for, like, men to bake, or, like, things like that, but it's, like, it's gone in such, so far, like, beyond that to where, like, it's, like, well, the we're demon, doing these... The demonization of masculinity is that a very is, real thing right now. The, yeah, yes. That is the that is a, a problem, and I feel And I like. would almost say, like, that's kind of, like, the influence of, like, what I would maybe call, like, militant feminism. Like, I'm all about feminism. Like, Is reasoning. that a term? Or did you come it is, No, that? that's a real thing. Okay. That's a term. And it's, the concept oh, is... Oh, that's pretty accurate. Militant, I haven't like, heard that before. Yeah. Sort of un, unreasonable. Like, like, sort of in your face, like, our way or else, like, 
down with the patriarchy, like all that. You know, that's fine. Like, down with the patriarchy. Kill all fucking men. We don't need. But them. like, yeah, kill the men. Like people say shit like that. For sure. Kill the men, and it's like, and how's this? There, gonna, how's I've, that gonna work? I've had people. How is that gonna work? I've had people basically be like, you know, like you you can't talk on this because you have inherent like male bias and. It's like, yeah, well, you have inherent female bias. Like, <laughs> that doesn't mean I hate fe- Like, I don't hate women. I love women. Like, women yeah. are great. <laughs> you know, and I don't want to be the same as you. And I don't, you know, but like, it's yes, you deserve equal pay. Like, can we can we leave it there? Yeah. God damn, you know? Yeah. That's such a funny, funny <laughs> thing how we like, like, break each other off in these like certain categories yeah. and like just attack each other based on that where there's no like there's no dialogue there's no conversation mm-hmm. it's just like a matter of like I tried to have a conversation with a vegan recently you've been vegan in the past yeah I have I knew you had yeah so I'm, I'm not gonna like I'm not shitting on veganism as a whole <laughs> but I'm a, I'm a believer in like I think the path forward for sustainability is in regenerative farming particularly with cattle managing you know getting rid of all the corn and soybean fields and managing grasslands because that's way more ecologically appropriate you know that's what it was before we you know the bison used to roam and so cattle i believe are being demonized i'm kind of coming back to a couple different topics they play they have the role have you heard that like epicurious are all them that brand so that's like um maybe bone up and like all these like this like magazine and this food blog they aren't sharing any more no more meat recipes or beef what? like no more no more cattle yep so this is very much yeah they're like isn't that up. insane so i think this is honestly the biggest issue of our day and it's being totally overshadowed by covid and everything else the issue of of agriculture you know, everybody talks about environment, 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 global warming, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's all about food production, right? And there, there's a conscious effort to demonize cattle as being negative for the planet, when in reality, grazing cattle on open pasture is the most efficient way to produce calories, period, hands down. If you boil it down to, like, calories produced per acre grass-fed cattle is at the top of the list. It's more efficient than than CAFOs because CAFOs require a lot of fossil fuel inputs. If we're talking pure calorie to calorie, sort of sunlight into edible food calories, cattle are the most efficient. It's proven science. And yet there's this massive push to make beef a bad thing Mm -hmm. in our culture. And it's coming out through Hollywood, it's coming out through, you know, government like rules, all this stuff about pigs in California. This is this there is a war on meat. Yeah. And it's very much it's damn near impossible to be a a small scale meat producer and sell your food legally because of the rules, right? Wow. That's what this rogue food shit's all about. It's like mm-hmm. people with ten or twenty cattle cannot afford to get the cattle processed according to the regulations to legally sell it. So there is this whole black market for beef. Holy shit. Like it it's real here in Bloomington. I've bought black market beef in Bloomington. Wow. It's labeled not for human consumption. Yeah. That's the one thing they can do to kinda cover their ass. That's what they do with raw milk, right? That's what they do with raw milk. 
And all this shit added up basically means like they are trying to take away our best source of high quality food. You know, I, I tried to have this conversation with this vegan guy that was out protesting in downtown Indianapolis. Oh, God. And he wasn't having it, man. Oh, and I'm and I'm like, well, don't you think that like there's violence being committed via monocrop agriculture? Like how much soy do you eat, right? Right. Probably a lot of it. And you think you're 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 absolved of all responsibility because you're not eating meat, but there's a lot of murder going into that fucking tofu. Just like any oh, fucking other thing. Yeah. So it's all nuanced. That's my point. Is this shit's super complicated. But I swear, I think beef is gonna be the main issue of the next century. You know? We just had a bison strip last night. Well, I'll bet you that tastes good. And it was, it was so good. fantastic. Uh. And honestly, I mean, I eat meat, but I was we were just talking about it and I was like, it would be nice to do like if we were to split a strip, you know, once a week. Mm-hmm. It's like not reason. It's not unreasonable, you know. Right. I mean, I'm not like consuming like just like ungodly amounts of meat like mm-hmm. really day in and day about out. It too, it's like try to get the good stuff. Yeah, of course, we're yeah. Not, we're making sure that we're buying from our local farmers. I think the people that are buying meat from their local farmers are doing leaps and bounds more than anybody else for saving this fucking world. Period. End of story. Like, if you support your local farmers. That's the only reason you should feel good about yourself. But Everything honestly, else is just <laughs> fluff. I'd say you know? some of it's selfish just because we're like... It's better. It's better. It's, it is. It is so better. Much it's better. so much better. Yeah. You can taste the difference between a grocery store steak. You can see the difference. Yeah, absolutely. You can look at that package of ground beef at the grocery versus the ground beef from your local guy. Oh, yeah. You can see the difference. Yeah. Yeah, it's gross. I don't I do not do meat from... I don't do meat any... And here's the, here's the other thing, too. I'll do local stuff, but here's the thing. Some of the local shit ain't that great either. It depends on the farmer. Yeah, for sure. But that's why I believe in like the self-regulating system. The best farmer is always going to be able to have the, the corner on the market. He can charge the best prices. He's going to get more customers. He's going to be able to reinvest in more cattle. True. You know, Unfortunately, the, the shitty farmer, marketing and uh, you know production and all that kind of so overshadows a lot of that. You're right. Like, people get manipulated. Yes. And there's all this anti-capitalist stuff going around, right? And it's very understandable. Like, capitalism is, like, flawed, maybe. I don't know if it's capitalism's flaws, but our current version of it is flawed. And I think that's because... humans in general. I think that's because we are flawed, right? (laughs) I think you cannot have a healthy capitalist economy without ethics, without morality, right? So, like... We can try to legislate morality and end up basically having, like, massive crop failures because we don't know what the fuck we're doing. Or, that's okay. I think we're about done anyways. But it's like, just let this shit work itself out, right? The best farmers are going to do better than the shitty farmers if people have the, if as a culture we can decide that that's important. Right. Right. But it doesn't happen top down. I don't think it ever. Yeah. Or, you know, there's that uh, the other argument would be, you know, are we just as guilty? You know, you're talking about the Stanford Prison Experiment. Like, if we were to have that capitalist power, 
would we be just as guilty? Just as corrupted. Just as corrupt, just as guilty. So it's like, is it capitalism or is it just human nature? I truly human hope nature? to find out. That's a good I question. I truly hope to find out. <laughs> I fully want to get wealthy. <laughs> and you can tell me if I turn into a total dickhead. <laughs> we'll let you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's a good question. Good. You know, ultimate Very power good. ultimately yeah. corrupts. That's what they say. Um, which is why we should probably not allow ultimate power. Which is why I think everybody just should be an anarchist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Seems I, logical. I have no, I have no answers. <laughs> Do you guys call no yourselves answers. anything like politically or do you I just don't. not bother? I don't. I, Good for you. Like yeah. why 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 label yourself? Right? I yeah. Let's I feel it. the need because I think about things a little more than I ought to, but okay. I think it's healthier to just be like, why should I I'm a human, right? Yeah. I don't like. The, yeah, I don't. I don't like. You guys are humans. Myself, you're, so. you're Bloomingtonians. I feel like it's just like a spectrum. I mean, yeah. Why do you have to be one thing or the other? There's no sides in a circle. That's my favorite There's way to say no it. Yeah, like I that. mean, yeah. you just kind of float around. I don't know. I mean, and you. I don't know. I just. I don't feel the need to give myself a name, like label myself anything. There's a lot of talk these days about identity politics. I think this will be the final thought. Because <laughs> we've gone for over an hour now. Um, but identity politics is like the big thing of our day. You you got to tell us what you are, who you are, yeah. what, what you call yourself. Your race is what matters. Your politics is what matters. Your gender is what matters. Your preferred pronoun is what matters. Oh, yeah. It's like no, I think what really matters is your regionality, okay? What if instead of I'm a republic, I'm a white Republican, no, I'm a, I'm a Hoosier, I'm an Indianapolis resident, uh, I live in the United States of America. That's my That's identification. That is, uh, Hoosier, you know, what's your city, what's your state? You know, yeah. like that's more absolutely. important. Absolutely, absolutely. No, as far as who important. you should relate to, right? You should relate to your neighbors, whether or not you agree with them. Yeah. yeah. Regardless of race or any of it. gender or whatever. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because you know, you could talk about like, yeah, it's so easy to uh, pigeonhole people into these like little categories, you know. But it's like you like you're like, oh, I'm, I'm a white Republican. Well. Yeah, you're from Indiana. You, you could be, you're completely different from someone who lives like in another part of the world. Of course, you know what I mean? of course. So to clarify, like, I'm also not a Republican. I think. Yeah, <laughs> I, think <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I am white, though. I'll admit that. I'll admit to that. I know that's basically I mean, a crime, but yeah. <laughs> well, either way, either way, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's I like, do. It's just like, yeah. It's, it's easy. It's, too many, too many labels. Too many, not enough fluidity. Yeah, I think it's fun to call yourself a Hoosier too. Why don't we just call ourselves that? You like <laughs> yeah, that? That's you like that? I've never heard that. I've never that's called myself a Hoosier. Like You've never called yourself a Hoosier? No. You're from Indiana, ain't you? I know. I've never yeah, we're like... from up north, though. We're not from. So you're boilermakers. You're south enough. <laughs> <laughs> you're south. No. Yeah, we're, we're, we're from the more industrial part yeah. of the the state. Not everybody in the state of Indiana. That's what well, you are. No, the thing is, you're not like, an Indian. I know that. Northern much. Indiana, they're not like, they're not like. Yeah, we're Hoosiers. That's not. No. That's not Northern Indiana. Yeah. Northern Indiana is like a gray area where everybody just is sad and goes to work. 
Well, that's why they don't. Uh, they're <laughs> not fun <laughs> enough. To works get jobs yeah. that they hate yeah. and yeah. hate their lives. You're that's die a heart attack, shoveling snow <laughs> up in the region, no. up oh, in Gary. This northern Indiana. Gary, Indiana, Indiana. There you go. Makes it sound a lot nicer than it is, don't it? Absolutely. That's that's the closing track. Well, I tell you what, y'all. I think that was a that was a wrap right there. Nice work. Episode twenty one. Nailed it. Oh, yeah. All right, man. Thank you. <laughs> Well, I thought that was a fun one, y'all. You know, it's so cool when you can just hang out with people and, you know, talk about, talk about the real stuff without getting upset with each other, you know, and I know that, like, it helps if you more or less agree on things, but. It's not a requirement, you know, like I I've had some some interesting conversations with people that I disagree with and I I've enjoyed some of those, you know. I think so often we uh we sell our we sell ourselves short by not wanting to engage, not even wanting to have that that conversation because because it requires some thought and some some challenge you know but I just I think these are conversations that are still necessary whether or not you agree with us you know just consider the, the central theme that it's important to be skeptical especially of those in power like, don't you see they're the ones with the most to lose and the most to gain they have motive means and opportunity understand they have the power to manipulate millions of people so be skeptical right it's so important it's so important and it's too bad that journalistic integrity just doesn't seem to exist right now the only guy I know of that seems to be writing truth to power, right, is Glenn Greenwald. I think he's doing a better job than any, but there's a lot of people out there working for big, you know, publications that have no business calling themselves journalists. They're spinning propaganda more than they're reporting the facts. That's just, that's just the truth. If you're still watching the news, you are being brainwashed. And I'm not saying that to be dramatic. I'm saying it because it's literally true. You are being programmed you watch their bullshit you know 
I know we all got scared this past year. We had to tune in and some of us tuned in for a while and then tuned out and you know some of us are just just numb to it all. We don't want to think about it anymore, but guess what? This shit matters. If they start imposing travel restrictions and social credit scores, you know, are you not seeing where this stuff goes? This goes to second-class citizenship. This goes to true, true oppression, you know? we aren't free we we've lost and if you don't act free then you aren't free and if you if you never question the authorities i mean i get it we're all busy we're all tired that's why i just think we should we should start teaming up right we should start buying plots of land I think it's maybe the most honorable thing that can be done is to to take a piece of impoverished you know industrial agriculture land you know this soil that's just been raped and pillaged and repairing it and putting home sites on it and I think it's a good idea I think a lot of us are fantasizing about this. Well, let's quit fantasizing and start strategizing. You know? That's why I want to get wealthy. It's not so I can be Mr. Moneybags. It's because I see how important land ownership is. And if I can buy land and I can, I can get people to move to it. You know, we were talking about how... I don't even think this was on... I don't think we recorded this part, but... We were talking about like the problems with eco villages a lot of times, you know, communes. I said the problem is every one of them's got all these rules, right? You got to do this, you got to do that, you got to come to the meetings, you got to vote, you got to blah 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 blah. I said I think the only way one of these, what did I say, uh, collaborative housings or or not? That's not the right way to say it. One of these uh, cooperative living arrangements right where multiple families maybe share one piece of land and I said the only way it works is if people are allowed to just live their lives as they wish like no mandatory work no mandatory meetings like if you want to be a part of the leadership and if you want to do that go ahead but you're not required if you want to lease out part of the property you know that's the thing I think all of this has to be done with a certain degree of business mindset otherwise it doesn't work but we have to you know somebody has to pony up and buy the land first and then ideally you know you set reasonable terms and you know maybe you lease to own sections of that property to these people that are you know reasonable just want to live as they want to live and create community that way don't have a bunch of rules and expectations you know I think that would be cool 
I think those that are inclined to growing food would grow food. And those that are inclined to be business people would have businesses off the property or on the property. You know, the artists would do the art. The musicians would play the music. You know, if we can just, it's like, if we just cooperate, we don't have to create communes. We have to create villages, right? And there's so much land. It's just been wiped out. It's been, it's been, like I said, raped and pillaged. But I know that there are ways to make it, make it healthy. It's been done. So I am hopeful. I'm a hopeful environmentalist. You, you, know, you don't find many of us <laughs> because there's been a lot of brainwashing. And my theory about the words global warming and even the words climate change is that they are almost designed to be to be insurmountable, right? They're they're so lofty. They're so they're not tangible. What are, what's the average person supposed to do about climate change? That's why I prefer like ecological crisis because a crisis is actionable and ecology is local and tangible. You see the importance of these words, right? And if we change our language and we and we change our culture, if we start living in a more permanent way. We start prescribing to the principles of permaculture. You know, this stuff is so profound and so tangible at the same time. It's incredible. But I love these two friends, right? They're just great people. And I would just love to be their neighbor someday. You know, and I see no reason why that can't be done. So with that, y'all, this has been episode 21 of the Easy Peasy Podcast. Mike Whistler signing out.